Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Our guest today is Ron Weinstein, Professor of Pathology and of Medical Imaging in the University of Arizona's College of Medicine, and Founding Director of the Arizona Telemedicine Program. Ron, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity. So let's start with the early days in the development of telemedicine as an option for medical care. What was your role back in the 60s when this was a brand new idea? Well, I had uh, come up through the uh, basic scientist route, actually, and had my early training at Woods Hole at a time when video microscopy had just been introduced into science. And then when I became a, a resident in pathology, they were just revving up to do really the first telemedicine practice. And I was drawn in as an outside expert and advisor to the people who were bringing in that technology. So that was my introduction. And then just fast forward, when the very first cases were done, I was given the honor of actually signing out some of the first cases. You couldn't have foreseen the COVID-19 pandemic, of course, um, as you were developing all of this telemedicine, telepathology. But of course, now um, there's every uh, additional reason to be able to do things remotely. Tell us how you're using that. Well, COVID's been a total game changer. So starting in uh, 1995, when modern telemedicine got really off the ground, the number of cases was increasing about 25% a year. And so by uh, last year, it was up to about 37 million cases nationally. Starting in March, with the uh, onset of COVID, uh, with people uh, under stay-at-home orders and really uninterested in going and being in waiting rooms, telemedicine began to skyrocket. And thus far this year, the number of cases, telemedicine cases nationally is up, get this, 8,000%. And we've just estimated, and it's just been published in an, in an ARP article, that this year there will be a billion cases in the country. Over 50% of doctors today are doing telemedicine. So a huge jump start, and chances are that that will persist. So telemedicine has really gone mainstream because of COVID. That's really exciting and had very dramatic growth. What are the things you can't do with telemedicine? Well, I think there are a list of things that can't do. I mean, I, I don't want to generalize, but, you know, if the patient has pain, we often will send them to our urgent care or an emergency room. There certainly are uh, things that we can't uh, do as well. Neurological exams would require some trained personnel where the patient is. That would be an example. Rheumatology would be another example. But on the other hand, there are things you can do better because the patients have medical devices in their homes, which you can begin to buy quite inexpensively at OSCO to actually uh, show us uh, you know, skin diseases or do a simple examination of the uh, ear to determine whether a kid has what kind of earache they have and whether it'll be amenable to, to antibiotics. So there are trade-offs. Uh, the doctor's bag becomes the telemedicine kit. It's loaded with a lot of very, very fancy devices, many of which are AI-driven, that now become possible, on, and particularly for managing patients with chronic diseases. But uh, certainly, uh, the hospital is not going to disappear. Uh, seeing doctors face-to-face will not entirely disappear. Right. So what are the biggest hurdles to uh, communities becoming more telehealth-based 
than they have been in the past? Well, there are major disparities. Uh, the lack of broadband in our rural community is a, is a major problem. Uh, certainly, there are disparities in services. I think the uh, I think a lot of people don't have access. Uh, cultural differences and willingness to use the technology. I think that's a real issue. I think the lack of health literacy in our schools, which uh, the U.S. is way down at the bottom in terms of health literacy in their general population. You know, a more sophisticated, knowledgeable population uh, can also be on the plus side. So there are a lot of pros and cons, but we have to do a lot of work in making sure everybody has access to a high quality Internet. Well, this is really exciting, Ron. It sounds like there's so much more opportunity ahead as you continue to define problems and and find solutions. We've been talking with Dr. Ron Weinstein about the burgeoning field of telemedicine and its particular importance today in dealing with COVID-19. You can listen to this in all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.